0: Episode 71 Welcome to Dharmic Evolution Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor Singer, songwriter, audio, video artist and master storyteller And guess what I found in my own backyard of New Jersey It's Corey Singer Get ready for a special show with a very special young man. He teaches us about focusing on your abilities, not on your disabilities. So you better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I want to welcome a fellow brother from New Jersey. This is so unusual because... uh, We've been trotting around the globe so much lately, but uh, Corey Singer is with me today from New Jersey. Welcome, my brother.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, Kevin.
0: Yeah, this is... Uh, so you are, like, you got such a great history here. You're a singer-songwriter. You're also a man of musical theater and stage. So where do I start with you, my friend? How did you get to be the entertainer that you are today?
1: Well, uh... <clears throat> I found myself musically in high school you know what i mean like in high school that's where you try to find yourself right and i knew i started singing and i figured oh, i'll just do all the musicals and i always got the lead in the musicals and that helped and i did professional theater and then i wanted to expand my horizons a little bit and experiment with songwriting and that led to me going to the Candy Factory on Bravo TV, which was a national singing competition. Right. Almost like American Idol, but not as, not as big. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, I won my episode. There was a winner per episode. I got a song written for me by a Grammy Award winning songwriter Candy Burris, uh, which was really, really cool. And that kind of lit the way of me learning how to actually write songs.
0: Right. So you were a born entertainer. Like you knew it early that you had that pull.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I did. Like everybody else wanted the toys. I wanted something else. Like I grew up watching like Zorro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A good choice. I loved Zorro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was all about the cape and the mask. Right. And the hat wasn't so bad either.
1: No, no, the, the hat was snazzy.
0: Yeah. So when you first started musically, like, were you um, were you pulled to a guitar, a piano? Like, what was your first, um, you know, <laughs> instrument? What did you like best?
1: Believe I. what happened is that I watched School of Rock with, uh, you know, Jack Black. Oh, yeah. And, like, everybody I knew was like, I want to play guitar. And, uh, you know, as a little kid, you know, like, it was a little hard for me. Right. So I decided to try something else and then I tried the trumpet. And that was fun for a little bit, but then I got braces and then I was like no way. Yeah, too painful, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. And then I just stuck with singing for a while. I joined the chorus at my high school and I did all the high school musicals. And then I decided to pick up the guitar again and you know, I just like Learn how to play, like get my style down, like listen to all my influences, not only as, um, as a singer, but as a guitarist, you know, like Neil Young, Pete Townsend, uh, who else? Uh, David Gilmour, you know what I mean? Wow,
0: you're keeping good company.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: those are uh, those are like uh, three of my faves also. Pretty amazing. Hey, you know, let's give everybody a slice of what Corey Singer is all about. Since you mentioned that song, let's play I Can Do Anything. This is Corey Singer.
2: Much as I heard, no. wiser and I can do anything I'm taller, I'm much wiser, and I can do anything. I don't believe in limitations, they can't stop me. And I'm not moved by tribulations, they don't rock me. I'm
0: you know, I can't help but think that um, Candy Burris me. must have been really, really thrilled with your version of this song.
1: Oh, yeah, she was. This was
0: Um, a great performance, my friend. You really nailed it. I really love this track.
1: Thank you. I I really appreciate that. Um, I'm very proud of the song. Um, She was a really nice lady uh, when we were filming the episode. You know, she was really nice. Uh, Everybody, the crew, you know, like the chauffeurs, everybody was just really nice. It was awesome.
0: Right. So, um, so how did you get connected to this song? I mean, how did this whole thing unfold?
1: Um, How do you mean connected? Like,
0: I mean, how did you get the opportunity? Like, you know, you you know, was it just winning that, or did they know about you previously? How did the How did this like fall into your lap to say you're the guy to sing this song?
1: Well, um, basically, how it was done. It was done through the audition process. Okay. Um, basically you had to do like a 10 minute video, uh, talking about yourself, displaying your personality, sing a song or two, uh, give reasons why you should be on the show. So you stole it. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and then like, uh, given my personal history, uh, I have Asperger's, believe it or not. Uh huh. And, um. You know, a bunch of other crap that I will not uh, get into. Okay. uh, (laughs) But uh, because of that, that's the title, I Could Do Anything. Uh, You know, like, because there was a time when people had, like, no faith, like, oh, you're not going to be able to do that much. You know, because, you know, they just, like, when they hear Asperger's, they, like, kind of confine you in this little category. Right. And, you know, she took that song, I Could Do Anything, and that's just me telling everybody, hey, I could do everything. I could do anything. Right. And when that song came out at my high school, oh my God. Right. (laughs) Everybody just kept playing it. It was like... (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: Great track, great performance. So describe the Asperger's.
1: Tell us more about that. It's uh, social autism.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Like, uh, I'm high functioning. Right. My best teacher was my mom to help me. Like, people with Asperger's, uh, we don't necessarily pick up social cues that well. Right. Um. You know, there's um, I mean, we're high functioning. There's a certain brilliance to us. Like uh, people with Aspergers tend to be really good at something. Like me, mine is music. Understood, right? Uh, Dan Aykroyd has Aspergers. Okay. And obviously, his uh, big thing is acting. Right. Albert Einstein, he has Aspergers. Uh, um. So, well, do
0: you feel like you um, there's a compensation thing that happens to you, Corey, that kicks in in other areas where you're more powerful? because of this?
1: Well, yeah. It, yeah. I, I feel like I do. It makes right. me, um, I feel like I'm in a very happy, special place when I'm performing and writing songs.
0: Right. So you're in your right zone, man. You're in your dharma when you're doing what you're doing. Obviously, it shines, you know, when you're doing your music, when you're on stage. You probably just know that you're in, in the right place for you.
1: Exactly. that, And I, it's like a high for me, almost. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, I just like, I cannot get enough of it.
0: Yeah. So can you tell us about like, how did the um, the musical theater first um, like occur to you? Like, the was it high school where you said, hey, this is something I need to do like right away? Or was it earlier than that?
1: It was actually earlier than that. Right. Uh, because I was always that guy who like never like followed what everybody else was doing. Okay. <laughs> Even as a little kid. Like I remember, one year this might sound silly, but it's true. Like when I was in like uh, fifth grade, they were doing the Music Man. Okay. And you know, I was like fifth and sixth grade. I knew I should have been the lead. And next year, I proved that when I sang the lead's main song as my audition song, and I got the lead that year in the musical. I knew this is what I'm gonna do. And one day, I really showed that because I really worked hard with uh, what my dad always says: passion and desire. And really, I flourished uh, with musical theater in high school.
0: Right. So, do you feel like, um, do you feel fortunate that you got connected to your passion very early in life?
1: um yeah i I feel very uh fortunate and lucky because there's a lot of people that don't realize what they want to do until later in life you know yeah
0: and that's part of what this show is all about is to um to kind of watch the trail of people like yourself who found their dream and are living their dream and you know like you just described there's many people out there who just you know they've been around for a long long time decades and haven't found it so uh you know uh Kudos to you, my friend, and I just wanted to acknowledge that and uh, you know tip my hat to you for that. That's really, really awesome that you're doing what you're doing. You're living your dream every single day. So tell me, what do you focus on right now? Like, What are you um, more focused on? Are you focused on songwriting, performing music, um, theater? You're going after everything. What's happening <laughs> in your life right now?
1: Well, I'm more, more focused on songwriting and performing right now. Okay. Uh, theater is great. And, you know, I love it. It's my first love. But, like, I feel like in this medium, like, you know, just like doing live performances with me and my guitar, hopefully getting a band together is, you know, more of my medium. Right. I mean, like, there's something that's like a first step to help you find yourself. That was theater for me. And I feel like this is like my kind of thing now.
0: Right. So where do you do you perform mostly in New Jersey? Do you get into the city at all? Or where's your favorite spot?
1: Well, I've performed in New Jersey, New York, you know Tennessee, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia. So I've I've been around. <laughs> you've been you've been hitting the whole
0: corridor, man. Hey, listen, let's uh, check out this one's called "Because of Rico" oh. with Corey Singer. Check it out.
2: This is the story of a good girl who lived on Pomponio Avenue. Hazel eyes and a smile that killed Silky brown hair that shined in the sun Showed respect to the people who raised her Never questioned orders but those who loved her first Those who loved her first Then along came Rico To tear her soul apart her hair for fun she quit school to be closer to rico started a binge of pills and grass never got home until the morning time and came stumbling in with a breath of shame with a breath of Got some news that would change the world forever.
0: So Corey, tell us about this. This is like a real storytelling ballad, man. And you got you got a really uh, commanding voice on this. So, tell us about Rico. Uh, is this a true story?
1: It is a true story. I had a uh, feeling.
0: Give us the story like, on this.
1: Names have been changed to protect the innocent. Right, good like man. The, <laughs> the the real The real guy's name his name is Rico. I actually got that name from my aunt's dog. Okay. <laughs> like, and I figured that would be a cool name for a song. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had the story, you know, because of the people it was based off of, or the two people. And I had this melody I was working with for a while. Like, what do I put to this? And then, you know, I put Because of Rico. Who should be Rico? And then there was this guy. And then the song just basically kind of wrote itself.
0: Wow. Very effortless, right? Just, you just yeah. went in and listened.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are songs that like just write themselves, and there are songs you just got really pushed to like you know get there.
0: Right, right. Tell me a little bit about your process with writing. Like, what's your favorite go-to uh, modality, if you will? Do you like to sit with a guitar, piano, just notebook? What's your favorite thing?
1: It's always different. Uh, right. Like, it's usually me sitting down with the guitar, playing around. Maybe I'll have like lyrics that I've written for uh one melody that didn't work out and i went wait maybe it'll work for this uh melody or like the lyrics just won't work at all and i write something else so Uh, you like to experiment yes exactly
0: yeah fuse them together in the lab right just Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah sometimes the melody works like that like at an instant and other times you just gotta play around
0: Right, right. You know, one of the things that I really love that you say is uh, one of your mottos is focus on your abilities, not your disabilities. How do, where do you get your power from, my friend?
1: Uh, I get my power from uh, just from the fact that I'm able to keep going no matter what happens, you know. And people have given me a hard time, you know, in school in my past, you know, with my Asperger's. I also have Tourette's syndrome. Okay. And I never just let them bother me. I just, you know, I knew I was great at something. And I focused on that. And I didn't let anything else bother me.
0: Right. You're an inspiration, my friend. You're a beacon of hope for many, many people. So uh, I hope you folks listening out there um, are taking note of this. I wanted to also ask you, Corey, about your upcoming full-length album called Fantasyland. Can you tell us about that? What's going on with that?
1: Well, basically it, it's almost done. We just have one more song to make. Great. And um, <clears throat> it's basically gonna be my uh, first EP, which I'm very proud of. I've been going into the studio. my friend has uh, his own studio and you know I just like came to him like, look, I like I gotta get this EP done. And you know he's been like the perfect guy to work with. Uh, because what people out there that you know aren't in the industry don't know is that like you gotta find that right guy who with a studio who gets you, right? Who, like will let you do your thing. So important. And you know I worked with two guys. There's one guy who was a show off, like hey look what I could do, and uh, another guy who was just too gospel-y. Nice guy, but too gospel-y. Right. And you know this guy, he was a friend of mine. I knew him. He knew me. And it was just like a perfect match in heaven for this. And each song like, um, is a song that actually has a story to it. It's not like all about girls or anything, which is, you know, I like to write about songs that actually mean something. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of just going, oh. Girl, it nice whole yeah.
0: Nice falsetto early in the morning, man. What oh, the hell? You. Did, you, did you get up at five this morning or you just pop out of bed and you sing like that?
1: Well, I woke up at 4.30 actually. Oh, okay. Like, uh, that's, that's theater.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, that was good. That was good. <laughs> thank you. But, uh, but I hear you. You like to go for, like, you want content. You want some meat in the subject, not just, you know, something uh, very trite. And, uh, you know, if you're going to write something, let's let's have some meaning and, and get into people's head and, and let them think about this.
1: Exactly. Like uh, one band that, well, a bunch of people that really helped me with that, like Pete Townsend with uh, The Who.
0: Right. And, uh, I know about him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Pearl Jam. Right. Uh, Rush. Do you like Rush?
0: Yes. I, uh, you're, you're talking about all my faves right now. <laughs> I love Rush. You mentioned uh, David Gilmour, too. One yeah. of the finest uh, guitar players ever to walk the planet.
1: Oh, yeah, he could just like play one note and say so much more than well
0: he's he's of one strings. of those few guys that can do that, you know <laughs> i uh, I read an article once recently about david Gilmore and and it's it's it was all these guys were trying to like get his sound and uh, they asked David about it, and you know he just he was very gracious, but the the bottom line was it's it's your attack. And yeah. your approach to how you hit the notes is really most of it, you know, and again, the, and the and equipment's important too, but yeah. 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 You said it perfectly when, uh, he says so much by doing so little, it's just the way he says it, you know, Hey, I, I want to ask you about, you know, you're the ambassador, Corey, uh, for the heart songs for veterans program. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Oh yeah. That is just, a it is an incredible organization where, Artists, you know, they donate songs to wounded warriors, you know, veterans, and all the proceeds of that song goes to that veteran.
0: Wow, that is and, fantastic.
1: Yeah, I have a, and uh, this song I wrote called "From My Heart to Yours," uh, which is, uh, it's a little poppy from me, but like, it's I'm proud of it. I wrote it for my friend who's still at Walter Reed after I think like three years. He like lost a leg in Afghanistan. And, you know, like, they're fighting to uh, keep the other one. And, you know, like, I just, he goes through a lot. But, like, you know, he always, like, has a smile on his face. Just, like, a ni- nicest guy ever. And I just kind of wrote the song for him. And, you know, it's, it's actually the theme song for uh, uh, Heart Songs for Veterans. Wow, another
0: inspiration, right? You see a guy like that, he has no leg and... Uh you know who knows what kind of trauma he's got in his head along with the physical and um they in, they do inspire us
1: yeah i mean like they like so- military you know people in the military they just do they put their lives on the line for us, they do so much that we don't know about, and you know like just doing something like that is the least we could do for them.
0: Yeah, and most of these guys and ladies, they don't even express the horror. You know, they like save us from that. It doesn't come up in conversation normally. Um, but, you know, you can only imagine um, the devastation of what you have to walk around with the rest of your life. Uh, the, the, your, you know, these memories and this this just absolute horror. So, hey, um, let's get on to listening to a song called Heart with Corey. Check this one out.
2: The dark and scary thoughts and While they stir in your mind I don't want to see you scared anymore I heard from watching you suffer I wish I could ease your pain A piece of you died in the past Just don't be afraid anymore
0: Great song. Hey, uh, wonderful vocal performance on that, Corey. Really, really awesome. Thank you. Yeah, tell us um, Tell us about the production on that. Like, who's playing with you? Um, can you go through it? Like, the studio operation, how this all unfolded, recording this one?
1: Well, this one was... Um, I didn't have any musicians available uh, for me at the time, so... Um, The guitars, uh, you know, were real, but everything else was electronic. Okay. But it still worked. Works great, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was a process. Um, Like, if you don't have, you know, like, a lot of, you know, um, uh, musicians with you, you know, there's still a way to work with it. And when you do have a lot of musicians with you, you know, it still works. I mean, like, each process is different.
0: Right, right. What do you do to get up for your vocals? Do you do a uh, bunch of exercises? Do you <clears> do some uh, meditation? Like anything in particular you do to prepare for a performance on mic?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Can and, you go and through life. that? Yeah. And live too. Like uh, Because of theater training, I'm like vocally, I'm classically trained, so I know all the like, proper exercises to do. Like both, uh, you know, for my voice and for my whole body, too, because what a lot of people don't know, like singing is a full body experience. Right. So I'll like do physical stretches. I'll do like tongue twisters. Would you like to hear a tongue twister? Yeah. Lay it on me, man. I'm always looking for little gifts. (laughs) I am a thistle sifter. I have a sea full of sifted thistles and a sea full of unsifted thistles because I am a thistle sifter. Like that's one. That's uh, a uh, good one. Yeah, I'm uh, going to
0: have to li- listen to that back later and slow it way down, you know, like doing scales, you know, <laughs>
1: and uh, and then there's there's the singing, of course, like, you know, like, la, 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 like going up, going down like. Whoo! Yeah, yeah like
0: so maybe, you got some operatic uh, abilities like you could do opera if you wanted, right?
1: I have sang opera.
0: You have. Actually. OK, in, I kind of had a um, feeling. OK,
1: in uh, my. Uh, my professional theater debut. It was in um, uh, this place called the Bigfoot Theater. It was my first equity show. I was, it was amazing. Um, I was, it was a play, but I was the only one that sang. I was you know, the young version of the main character, and I was shown through many flashbacks because the main character used to be an opera singer. Right. And uh, what's really cool, too, and I like this story, like, uh, you ever heard of that show, Courage the Cowardly Dog? No, I haven't heard that one. It's actually a cartoon from my generation, okay. One of the people who did the voices in that show was in the show with me, and I was like, "Ah, my childhood is here and, uh, <laughs> that, that was kind of cool. I, you know I sang opera in the show. It was just amazing. and opera's really cool, too. I mean, it's a, like what I tell singers who are just getting into like you know like singing right? like you know learn how to properly exercise like just don't go up there and sing that's how you lose your voice yeah like exercise for like maybe a good 10 minutes that th- like at at the very least 10 minutes at the most like 20 minutes right because uh, you really got to like that's your instrument you got to really take care of like your instrument
0: yeah. You know, I'm glad you're sharing that. Um, Anthony Everest from uh, the UK was on recently saying the same thing. And, uh, you know, he called, I said, what's your favorite instrument? You know, what's your go-to instrument? And he said, it's voice. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're right. It is a really, really precious um, commodity that you have to take care of. You know, it's a it's a precious gift is what it is. And um, I'm glad you're sharing that with uh, some of the people who don't, who just view it as, well, I'm a singer, man. But you, yeah, you really have to do the maintenance, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it, it, treat it, it, it well. It's work. I mean, yeah. like that's how a lot of people like in the music industry make their living. That's like if they didn't have that, like, you know, what else could they do?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's so special. It can't be um there's no software to replicate it, you know, not really. The the emotions are what it's all about. Hey, exactly. tell me about the um you know, you're you're looking towards a uh, tour, is that right? With your new song? Is that going to be happening?
1: I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. It's um, my uh, first tour, which that's always fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Are you? I mean, are you going to be doing it regionally, or are you going to stretch across the country, or what do you think? What do you think you're going to be? Where are you going to be going?
1: Where am I going to be going? Either it's uh, – it could be regional. It could be um, cross-country. Right. Um I don't have all the details yet, but I'm going to be getting them soon. Right. So, uh, must
0: be exciting, though.
1: Oh, it is exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You get out and let people know all about Corey and what he's up to. Like,
1: hi, I'm Corey.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you're going to have to, like, just hold off the, uh, you know, all the people from theater calling you say, hey, listen, man, I'm doing the rock star tour now. I don't have time for that. You're going to have to catch me on the flip side.
1: And they're all going to have to do that thing from Wayne's World. We're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, um, so tell me, like, with your uh, style of writing, like, what do you do to, um, like, when you get in the zone to write, tell me what, what's your favorite thing as far as, like, do you, like, reach out to other people and say, hey, I got some songs. I'm ready to go do some pre-production. Do you bounce it off anybody Or do you just kind of just accumulate material and then say, okay, I'm picking my faves and I'm ready to do some recording. How is the process for you?
1: Uh, Well, as far as songwriting, like I'll have a song that I might feel comfortable with and I'll share it with a couple of like my colleagues that I feel comfortable sharing them with. Right. And, you know, if they say it needs some work, you know, I'll definitely, I'll work some more on it because I'd rather have something that I feel completely comfortable with um, recording and performing, you know, that I know is going to be good instead of like going in with something that is a bit like bumpy. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, you know, like one thing, again, in like the industry that you have to be willing to do is take criticism. Sure. And a lot of people don't realize that because you don't learn from success. Right and you know, like people that like give you like feedback that that's you know your best friend, the people who give you feedback,
0: yeah, the real honest feedback, right, <laughs>
1: exactly, and like you know, if they say like uh, I'm not really liking, it, i go, okay, okay, I'll work on it, but sometimes that's a bit motivation too to like you know, no, I'm telling you there is something in here and, you know, to really, like, push. And, like, I'm telling you, this is going to be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know that song uh, Seven Nation Army by uh, the White Stripes? Oh, yeah. Uh, That's how it was done. Like, everyone said, no, dude, it's nothing. And goes, like, no, dude, I'm telling you, there's something here. It's one of the best rock songs ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Jack is a really special guy. Hey, you play out out solo often also, right? (laughs) Just you and your guitar?
1: Yes. um, I'm... I'm hope, I'm working on getting a band together. I had a band before that didn't work out. Like <laughs>
0: it takes it takes time to find the right people. But my question was pointed towards um, you know, back to what we were discussing about you know trying out material. Don't you feel like Corey when you get into a room and you're trying a song out for the first time? Um, you know, the audience can let you know all about the. Success, or maybe not so successful, um, event of that song just by feeling the presence in the room,
1: yeah. Um, that's, um, there's a vibe, right? Isn't yeah, there? There's is a vibe, exactly. And it's a very scary vibe, but it's yeah. necessary to, uh, it's a necessary thing, you know. Um, like, then that's proof for me, like, okay, I definitely do need to work on it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of that litmus, you know, that you go, (laughs) I thought it was so good. It sounded so good when I had it home here, and then uh, uh, there's something missing.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, everything could always use more work. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Like, uh, some people say less is more on some songs that could work, but on other songs, like, you really need to, like, just put your all into it.
0: Right. You're a man after my own heart, my friend, because yeah, the work ethic is so important. Oh yeah. I was sharing a little story with somebody recently about Pitbull was on, uh, was on one of the big networks and uh, his, his, his claim was this. He says, uh, yeah, music business, it's uh you know, it's a uh, 5% talent and 95% business. Exactly. So, you know, and he was so right. I mean, he's like, You know, it's all about the work, you know, whether it's, you know, marketing or whatever. But anyway, I want to play this other one called Welcome to Reality. So let's check this (laughs) one out. into that one, man. Tell us about this song, Welcome to Reality. What inspired you to write this one, Corey?
1: The current job I was having at the time. Really? Uh, Tell us work- about it. I was working at a supermarket. Okay. And uh, everything about that song is true. Like, uh, I, it was just everything I was going through when I was at that job. Like, you know, I wasn't being treated nice by, you know, the higher up people. right. Uh, I was a cashier so you know I got customers that were you know some of them were nice or like very nice people others were just like awful people and I'm like oh my god what have I gotten myself into right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I wrote it down on paper and you know my mom said i I told like my mom about him she goes well welcome to reality and <laughs> uh, like uh and I'm like, you know what? This would make an awesome song. Yeah. And believe it or not, I wrote this song in 30 minutes because you know, just like something again, one of those songs that writes themself, writes itself, and it just worked. So you had yeah. all
0: the lyrics already there, you know, inside your head from experience, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just a song that you know, like. It's a great rage song. Like,
0: yeah, and you know, the thing I picked up on, Corey, I, I heard an edge of the operatic um, ability in there. Just a little, a little touch of it, you know, yeah. uh, on some of the ways you were stretching out your vocals. Really, really cool. Really like that. Hey, Thank let you. me ask you about, um, like, are you really comfortable, like, playing in a pub with rowdy people? Or, like, what's your favorite, like, place to play?
1: Any place is a good place for me to play. Because, okay. Because, you know... It's a great place to play and you get to do music. And you know, if yeah. there's rowdy people there's rowdy people. I mean, like, you know, I have music that will appeal to them, I have music that'll appeal to like a nice smaller venue. Right. And you know, like every place is different, but I feel like it's good to have music that could appeal to a lot of people.
0: So any place is good for you. Big stage, big concert, small coffee house, you know, yeah. the the corner pub in the in their neighborhood, whatever it is.
1: Because I get to you, do what I love, like you know, yeah. play music, sing, and you know, as long and that's why I feel like I should be doing this, you know, for my life. Because you know, like I get full satisfaction wherever I'm playing.
0: Yes, and you inspire people, and you know you really inspired me today, my friend. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for the stories and sharing your music today. As we're winding down here on Dharmic Evolution, it was a pleasure to have you on. I want you to please, if you would, just share your best way for people to reach you, support you, purchase your music. Uh, could you give your website?
1: Yes, uh, CoreySings.com. Corey and- Sings okay and uh you can find me on facebook and twitter you know like uh Corey sings and um could i ask you for a favor yeah sure because you have such an awesome talking voice oh thanks uh, man <laughs> can you say you're batman
0: yes i am batman I, I really am. I mean, people, you're the first person who has picked up on that, you know, because uh, I have a cape. Uh, it just came back. It was dry cleaned, you know, and I put that on before I start the show. So I am
1: Batman. Any bullet holes in the cape?
0: No, no. It's uh, it's made of Kevlar. Oh, so well, it's that's good. yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> all right, my friend. So listen, we're gonna have all of the uh, all of the show notes. We'll have all of your links to everything about Corey Singer, and uh, I want to wish you all the success and keep on inspiring, my brother. I really appreciate um, your approach to music and to how you view the world, man. You're you're a hope and an inspiration.
1: Thank you, Kevin, and thank you very much for having me on your show. It's been a pleasure for me. There he goes, the ambassador for the Heart Songs of America. Helping wounded
0: warriors find a way to deal with life's challenges. What a dude. Keep in touch with Corey as a tour is brewing sometime in the near future. I can do anything because of Rico. Heart, welcome to reality. Reality. Please check out all the show notes. Just click the links and you'll be connected to everything Corey Singer. What a dude. Had a great time with that young man. And uh, what a bright um, beacon of inspiration and hope to so many. I really had a wonderful time with Corey today. So, um... That's it, I guess. Uh, Just a few little details to go through. Listen, when you get a chance, head over to dharmicevolution.com and check out all of the content on the site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I can help you with that. Just email me at Kevin at DharmicEvolution.com. And if you've been a guest on this show, you're now famous. You're in 39 countries, and you are on the site. So check it out. There's also videos, photos, conversations, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests on that site. Hey, don't forget the downloads are free. However, the content is priceless also want to ask you to stop by itunes leave a review for us if you're digging this show i read them all and i thank you all it helps the growth of the show tremendously and the more we grow the more we can continue to serve the indie artist community which is my mission Hey, tune in on Wednesday, March 16th, and listen to Dilana, a fine lady and a world-traveling musical marvel who originates from South Africa and shares her music, her story, and her adventures with us. This is a good one. Don't miss it. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, I see you from a stage.
2: Yeah, let's. Do-